Hi there, how you going? Pete Fasco here, songwriter. I'm here again to talk to you about another song. That's again, if you've come back to hear me again. If you have, fantastic, thanks for coming back. I'm really enjoying what I'm doing here, which is just a quick wrap-up of what we do each week. I'm going to talk about a song that I've written from my past, um, there's, there's been a stack of them. There has been, you know, at the risk of blowing my own trumpet, there, there's been hundreds, which is uh, cool and a bit ridiculous, like 700. Um, and I talk a little bit about the song first and where it came from, what I was up to at the time, maybe what inspired the song. Now, the idea is to give you guys a, a put you in the shoes of being a songwriter. Say, hey, look, here's, here's, here's how it feels. This is, this is where This is where these bits of art, if you like, come from. Um, I'll, I'll then roll the song, we'll play it, which will be an old demo from the past, hopefully with a bit of magic in there. And then the back half of this podcast and each episode will be um, talking about the song from a, a songwriting point of view. So along the way, we'll be looking at lyrics. Um, we may do that beforehand, before before the songwriting part. Um, we'll look at chords and just... just well, whatever springs to mind from a songwriting point of view for folks that are interested in being songwriters and maybe a fair way down the track and and just interested in hearing about what another songwriter's got to say because we've all got a different take on what's the way to, the, the way to go how to go about it no eh? all right now today we're going all the way back to song number one in the green book and the song is called Tomorrow, today. Um, the the way I work with these podcasts each week to get in the mood to to just sort of you know uh, get my my some of find find something of myself from back when I wrote the song, if that makes sense. I roll a little bit. I roll. I, I play a little bit of the demo. I didn't play the whole thing. Just the just the beginning. And it takes me right back to that time. Um, and then I looked around my studio and I, I see a photo on the wall, which I'm actually going to use as an album cover, I think. And, and it's a picture of my old piano. And I'm mentioning that here because it was, it was like a, it was, it's like an old friend, a really good friend. This particular friend has no front, this piano or bottom is the way I got it. It was actually the, one of the rock and roll pianos from in town and a really good mate of mine. Uh, John, get on your hoax. He found it for me. He had it and uh, gave it to me really for a hundred bucks. And I thought when I played it, I thought, what a great sounding piano. There's a lot of songs in here. Um, and sure enough, as it turns out, there was. And and when now I'm looking at that photo again on the wall of the, of the piano, uh, the sunlight's streaming in the window and uh, hitting the piano. And, uh, yeah, this takes me straight back there. All right. Now, tomorrow, today, interesting lyric. Um, I've probably been done before. Uh, I imagine, I mean, it's, it's a temptation, isn't it, to, to sort of put the two together and come up with something um, as a consequence, maybe two, two bits that don't necessarily sit together on the same in the same time frame obviously tomorrow today <laughs> um i wrote this song on the back of a plane ticket um how do we say this it, it, it was the end of the relationship um it, 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 uh, 
we we were pups and we didn't quite know how to say goodbye. I, I think that that's the story. So the guy's coming back from overseas and um, I was, you know, my mind was all over the place. Part of it was where I was, uh, where, where my my girlfriend had gone to live, and I I went to have a look and I and I thought very nice and everything but look I think it's time for me to head back and heading back was New Zealand um, a place called Palmerston North New Zealand where I, where I was pretty much raised and I think I was just going back there to get my head together pretty much uh, had a uh, my family were back there and friends and um, yeah that, that I, I realized I was about to hop on that plane um, for a new chapter a new chapter of my life and it was, it was, it was really big stuff for me. Um, I, I was about twenty, and um, I remember sitting in the airport train, ah, uh, train. The plane was delayed, and so they had all the time to sort of give me some time to sort of reflect and think about everything I was going through, and and uh, just get a whole lot of, a lot of thoughts, sort of sort of semi sorted in my head. And now that's given me an idea. Um, when I do these podcasts, if I didn't tend to sound like I'm wandering a bit, like I am. I mean, I go into each one, each episode um, with an idea of what I want to do, but I'm prepared to sort of just be a bit fluid with it and, and, and the hope that it will come up with something surprising, uh, surprising for me. So I want to, as I'm speaking, I want to speak with a sense of discovery and uh, enjoyment and uh, and love and and that, that's what I feel that that, that pretty much en- encapsulates songwriting yeah you're enjoying it and, and you're feeling it you're loving it it's it's, it's a, just a great thing so anyway back to this airport here I was sitting there the planes delayed and songwriting is a great way of distilling a whole lot of words down to just a few because you you, you kind of got to tell a story in a, in a very in very few words very few lines you can't afford to waste a line a line you can't afford to waste a word really um every word's got to count and and i think i really i do really enjoy that about songwriting um as i wrote these words in the airport oh i didn't have a piano with me (laughs) i wish i played guitar as well i've I've said that quite a bit i'm I'm going to teach myself the guitar i'm still going to do that but anyway from a traveling point of view It'd be so nice just to pull out the old guitar, but pretty hard to pull the grand piano out of a pocket. And a Gary Glass and uh, the Far Side cartoons. I don't know if you've seen those, but uh, there you go. Check check this out. The Far Side by Gary Larson. Brilliant. Gary Larson. Brilliant cartoons. And the cartoon I'm thinking about here is some cowboys in the out, out west and around the campfire and Pull that thing out of your pocket, Sonny, and play us a song. And this guy's got a massive full-size grand piano in his pocket. Yeah, like a harmonica. Anyway, long story. Long way of saying I didn't have an instrument to play on, so it was merely scrawled down lyrics out on the back of this plane ticket. So when I got home, uh, it was it was pretty late. Um, and the boys in the, in the flat, uh, the flat's like a shared house. That's the, that's the name we used to call it in New Zealand, a flat. Uh, a couple of really good mates of mine, uh, Paul Dredge and, and Granty, Granty Hislop, uh, they gave me a good welcome home. And my, my cat, Purdy, was there, which was great. It was really great to see them all. And then 
But it was just that moment when I, when I shut the door to my bedroom and there was my friend, the piano, waiting. And I had these words burning a hole in my pocket. Actually, there was about three songs I wrote at the time. And I, I just kind of, I don't know, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I knew I was about to write something special for me. Um, look, it's, first book in, it's the first song in my songbook, number one. But I actually, I think I wrote roughly about, uh, probably 10 or 8 or 10 before this, sort of bitsy ones and that. But um, I I obviously felt really strongly about it because I made it number one in my songbook. Here we go. This is where it started. And um, as as I do, I, I sit down at the piano stool and I, I just let my hands fall on the keys. And nine times out of 10, wherever they fall, that's where I'll start the song. Sometimes I'll think about the key beforehand, you know, if I'm thinking about a guitar song and that sort of thing. But really, just, just I had a feeling something was going to come out. And what came out, I'm about to play for you. I'm going to play this demo for you in just a tick. Um, and uh, what, the demo sounds just exactly as what, what came off my hands as far as the, the riff and the first verse at least, I'm sure that it all just sort of came out at once. Uh, I think I, I probably paused before I went into the chorus, or maybe I didn't. Anyway, here we go, Tomorrow Today. Thank you. 
Whew. Yeah. So there you go. Um, it's written, I see here, on the 23rd of uh, March 1987. <laughs> Come back a wee while, isn't it, folks? Um, it always takes me a minute to sort of, I don't know, uh, almost recover from hearing it because for me it's a deeply personal um, uh, thing writing a song and it's a, it's a bookmarker in time and it's such a strong bookmarker of, of emotion and fe- of feelings, emotion and it is a ticket all the way back to just about everything that was going on in my life at that particular point in time in terms of relationships, where I was living and how I was living, and, and I mean, deep in there, feelings about how I was living and what I was up to and what, what my dreams were. That's interesting to me. So there's a bit of discovery. Maybe that's what this podcast is about. Oh, I'm actually lying on a couch here. It's very thera- therapeutic. It's uh, like therapy, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's a ticket back to feelings, and um, that's kind of cool. Okay, I think what I'm going to do now is... Um, Look at the song from a lyrical point of view, um, and uh, so I'll just just kick straight in there. And this might help some of you that um, were having difficulty understanding my pronunciation on some of the lyrics. I made a couple of notes here, actually. Actually, on that note, we'll just go with that right now. Um, this is obviously a very young me singing, and uh, it's interesting for me to hear myself singing that high. I, I, if I do this song now, when I do it. I'll, I'll take it down in a key or two. Um, it's a fairly clipped vocal. I'm not holding on to the notes that long. Um, that's because I'm finding my feet, my, my self-confidence as a songwriter. Like no, Nobody rocked up to me and sort of said, well, I didn't expect them to because I didn't let many people know I was writing songs back then. Um, no, no one told me. They said, Look, you're, you're actually a, you know, just like almost, almost like, a, like a fully formed artist almost. Okay. All right, that, that mean that that's how I felt. That's how I felt back then. I felt like a fully formed artist. There were there were songs that it was sort of couldn't really explain how, how something so um, to my ears fairly sort of advanced and and um, it sounded like a seasoned songwriter had written some of these songs, and it really surprised me. And then you'd have it was sort of like a one, one in five would pop up and think, yeah, I think that's all right. And then you'd write another four and, yeah, you're learning stuff. And then another one came along. So, look, the, this this was one of those sort of songs that um, it was one, one of the one in five, I think, that popped up early on. And, um, yeah, I, I was just sort of finding my way with confidence. And um, I think that came through pretty clearly the way I was singing. But then there was sort of sort of quite... Confidently held notes as well, so oh, we complicated us musicians and artists and songwriters, aren't we? <laughs> All right, let's get back to the lyrics before I've gone off the path, just for a change. Okay, here we go. Tomorrow doesn't count until it's been and gone. Yes, that that's not a bad way to start a song, actually, or a story is to state something that is true, because that's going to ground you in something that is that is true. If that sort of makes sense yeah um do you really know me while today still goes on all right there, there's it sort of alludes to the whole part of the self that doesn't necessarily 
you, you tuck it away out of necessity. I think it's a very, very essence part of being human. Um, what we present to the world uh, is but a small part of ourselves. I think that's true. Um, and also we have the choice to show just a, d- a different sort of part of ourselves to a different each different person as they come along. All right, next line. So when you're far away, think of tomorrow while it's still today. Hmm, let me just think about that for a minute. So when you're far away, you know, uh, think of tomorrow while it's still today. I don't know. Interesting. Just maybe thinking about the future there. So it's pretty weird at times what goes through our minds. The stranger so it's sung what makes it to our tongues. Okay. Pretty weird at times. Now I'm going to tell you, I, I know I Googled this. It's pretty weird at times. That came from great songwriter Lloyd Cole. Lloyd Cole and the Commotions. Hope you don't mind, Lloyd. Um, pretty weird at times. At the age of 10, she looked like Greta Garbo. How is it? No. When she looked my eyes. Perfect skin. Perfect skin. That was uh, We were singing that in the top 40 sort of uh, rock band in the in the pub in town, we, we played there four nights a week, and that was the gig I had at the time, actually, uh, loved it, learned a heck of a lot, great fun every night, and left us free to write the songs in the daytime, so that's where Pretty Weird came from, Pretty Weird at times, uh, what goes through our minds, stranger so it's sung, what makes it to our tongues, so sometimes it's a surprise as to what actually comes off our tongue, yeah, it's almost like I don't know you when you talk. Maybe it's, maybe it's a different part of the self that comes through unexpectedly. It you suddenly finds oh I got I got a voice. I'm going to say this, and you go wow. I didn't really know I was going to say that. And and sometimes you sort of it's so sort of subconscious where it's come from that you don't fully process the what you've just said. And and often it's, it's someone who's listening to you pulls you up and say hey. You know what you just said there? Oh, wow. Right. No, I didn't realize that. Anyway, so, so they're, they're the sorts of things that I was thinking in that chorus, yeah? Uh, then we're back to, so when I'm far away, things about me, you will say. Um, and I give it for me, the fondest things I know in your heart you'll stow. So I guess that went for both of us, sort of the, the fondest things. I, I guess the... The, the not kiss and telling kind of aspect probably coming through there. Um, I, I was young and, and unsure of probably ha- how to progress with my life um, coming out of this relationship. But I, I knew that there, there's sort of, I guess, this honour, isn't there? there? There's stuff that you're discerning about what you share and that. So there, I guess that's what I'm thinking of there reading those words and perhaps when that's where I was perhaps making a just just you know solidifying that saying yeah that that's the way I'm going to roll here pretty weird at times and uh, what makes it off our tongues so lyrically that's it like I said not a lot um it's it's a little obtuse is that a bit harsh um it's kind of from another angle it, it doesn't it's not Sort of one of those songs that you instantly know what it's all about just by hearing the line, you know, uh, I don't know, 
Oh, the five. I've lost my farm. I've lost my dog. It's a tough time. And you know, okay, the song is about a tough time. And the guy was a farmer and he lost his farm. He lost his dog. Here, yeah, you have to sort of, if you want to, you can kind of dig in there and try and figure out what the songwriter was thinking. Um, it's the sort of song that I actually like to listen to. And it's the sort of song I actually like to write because people can listen to it and then maybe it'll mean something to one person, but then it'll mean something else to the next person. Everyone can sort of, I don't know, get some ownership of it to a degree. And it's a real pleasure to write that sort of song. It's really cool. And it sort of it gives it more sort of a universal flavor, I guess. Which is cool. Um, when, when I heard the demo just then, it, yeah, it took me back so clearly because that was the piano. That was the piano in the photo. And, and I, I'm, I'm going to put that on my on my um, blog post this week. I don't remember to do that. And, and you can check out the old piano. Uh, I, I gave it to one of my nieces in New Zealand um, because when I came over here, which over here is I live in Melbourne now. I've been over here about 20 odd years. Um, yeah, I really missed that piano. <laughs> But if I'd shipped it over here, it probably would have ended up in a hole in the ground anyway because it had a few bit of bore in it. And it, it yeah, would have looked at that going, yeah, no, nah, that's not coming through. <laughs> so hopefully someone else is uh, enjoying that piano now. But it, it was amazing to hear the sound of the the, um, the old piano and it you know, took me right back there. All right, um, I'm just going to stop the recording here for a second. And during that second, I just had time to think, and where I'm going to take it now is I'm going to, I, I'm actually going to play the version that we recorded um, years later. And um, you'll hear, you'll hear something a little bit different, a different singer for a start. But um, it came to mind because when I listened to the demo just now, it made me remember how much of the, I, when, when you play and sing a song like that, you're already hearing the strings, you're already hearing with the drums and where everything comes in. So you, you hear a full arrangement in your head and, and you're sort of doing a version of it just with uh, limited elements of piano and voice. So um, with that demo in mind, that version, keep that in mind as I play this this next version of it here, which was on a, on a recording we did some years later. Here it is, Tomorrow Today again. So when I'm 
far away Things about me you will say But the fondest things I know In your heart you'll stow What makes it to our tongues Always be a different voice. Not a great singer. That's uh, the wonderful voice of Michelle Pickett. And um, yeah, we, we we thought that'd be a good idea for Michelle to sing that song. We being uh, Paul and I and uh, Earl and hey Michelle I might add twist her arm a little bit. Uh, if you like the the sound of that uh, recording, actually, um, that that's one of seventeen or sixteen, I think, on um, the album Righto, and you can find that right now. On uh, Bandcamp, if you go to Bandcamp, Pete Pascoe and Co., you'll, you'll find that album there. And uh, lots of harmonies, vocal harmonies on there, which I really enjoyed uh, at the time we recorded those songs. That, that's for another another podcast, I think, another episode or two there. But um, suffice to say, um, I wonder if we all oh, pull out on drums there. Uh, no longer with us, unfortunately. Yeah, great guy. We all got on really, really well. And... Um, we collectively really, I think we performed and we, you know, we recorded for the songs and, and that, that's, that's some honesty that you sort of, I think you strive for as an artist. You want, you want that. Right. I've just sort of seen the, the time and, and it's flying by. It's flying by here. And normally I've gone right into the songwriting and perhaps what I've done is sort of interweaved it in this episode and maybe that's not such a bad thing I've actually really enjoyed it so if you've nipped to the back end looking for some songwriting ideas um, see what I'm yapping on about this week well maybe go back to the beginning and um, I'm talking about it all the way through and a couple of things that sort of came to mind listening to that song is um, be, be open to someone else's interpretation of your song um, and uh, you have your version that you're going to sing. Like I, I'm going to record that song again myself at some point. Um, but yeah, I, I love that version that uh, we we collectively came up with there. Uh, the vocal delivery was really cool as well. Um, yeah, yeah. As as a songwriter, yeah, you you have these great ideas about what it might be at the end. 
be open to the the outcome maybe being different to what you had in mind and I think that's a good idea when it comes to recording I really do this particular version uh, that Michelle and uh, Paul and I and Earl recorded was actually pretty close to what I had in mind originally I wouldn't have minded a full orchestra in there <laughs> oh dear yeah that wouldn't be bad at all look so there you go look that, that was song number one ladies and gentlemen from the songbooks from 987 you got a two for one deal today if you've enjoyed it um and you're enjoying this journey that i'm on and it really is um please come and join me next week love to love to have your company then um Look, however you're approaching approaching listening to these, if you're listening to just the songs and a bit of the talk, look, that, that's fine. And which, whichever way you go, if you do listen to the whole lot, um, well, thank you. Thanks. I, I'm, I'm discovering how, what it's about to be a, a, a podcaster. Um, and it, it's, a, it's really great fun. So thanks for your time today. Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, please uh, feel free to check me out at www.com petepasco.com uh, there's a whole lot of music and art going on there I've, I've got a weekly blog post I do cartoons and, and uh, a real mixture of stuff um, and the, got about three or four albums on the go at the moment so yeah, I've got a commitment to releasing these songs that I've written um, and uh, coming up with an album or two each year that's my plan so hope you've enjoyed yourselves today <laughs> and whatever you get up to tomorrow hope you enjoy that there you go, tomorrow, today. Thanks so much, folks. Look forward to next time. Bye now. Signing off. Pete Pascoe. <laughs> Where are you?